Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, episode 114, Three Compelling Reasons I Wanted to Create a Digital Course. So today, I'm going to continue in this series of digital courses and marketing and mindset and all things business-related, and I'm going to share with you why I wanted to create a digital course. Hope you stick around. Welcome to Teacherpreneurs Raise Your Hand, where bold teachers rise up and transform into successful teacherpreneurs who are destined for greatness. What exactly is a teacherpreneur, you might ask? Well, Webster's Dictionary defines the term as... Um, okay, it's not yet a word in the dictionary, but hear you me, it will be one day. In a nutshell, a teacherpreneur is both a teacher and a business person, and we're here to help you be better at both. So without further ado, from One Tired Teacher and Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, here's your host, Trina Debery. So today, I'm sharing my own personal reasons why I got into the whole idea of digital courses and and what I was thinking and how I started and all the all the good stuff. So hopefully you will stick around and hear that that very short tale. Before we go any further in the show, I would like to tell you that this episode is being supported or yes, supported by List Builders Society. (laughs) That is created by Amy Porterfield. What if you could start building the right audience today and every single day after that? List Builder Society is the proven list building system for entrepreneurs where you'll learn to grow your business, reach your ideal customers, and generate more revenue through the power of an email list. It's getting to your teachers, people. It's really honing in on your people and reaching them on a regular basis, showing up in their inbox. The new List Builder Society is recently updated. More, it's more streamlined now than it ever has been. And they, and they are ready to help you skyrocket your business fast. So what is your audience looking for? And it's your job to help them find the solutions you're offering. Whether you're just starting out or you've been at the email list growth thing for a while, here's the truth. Now more than ever, having an engaged audience you can connect with through email is the most important asset you can have in your business. Bottom line, it's the most important asset. It's the one thing you own and control. But like thousands of past, you know, teacherpreneurs that may be enrolled in List Builder Society, they might have you might have trouble staying consistent or you don't know where to start. If that's the case, List Builder Society is the roadmap you need to get results and build a buyer-filled email list. Are you ready to grow the only asset in your business that's proven to generate over a 4,400% rate of return? Because it's more valuable with, and it becomes more valuable with time and it builds a real connection with your audience. If your answer yes is yes, sign me up. Then head on over to trinadeberryteachingandlearning.com forward slash list builders society, all one word, list builders society. 
In less than two months, you will know what to send and when. You will know how to deliver emails that get engagement. You will have created a high converting opt-in page and you will have just the right lead magnet to grab and entice your teachers. And you will have the confidence you need to finally hit send. Ready to join? Head on over to trinadebreteachinglearning.com forward slash list builders society. Do it now. Support the podcast. That's just one way that you can support the podcast by going and signing up under my affiliate link if you choose to really focus in on email. All right, let's get on with the show. Okay, so I was recently speaking to a friend of mine and she was talking about how she wanted to do more presenting. And I was thinking, oh, you know, that's, that's interesting because I... Well, you know, I just finished presenting at TVT, which, oh my goodness, let me tell you, if you've ever considered it, it's a lot of work. And also, it is so scary. It can be so, so scary, but it, it, it can also be really rewarding. I have had an unbelievable amount of feedback, and I, I'm sad to say that there are some people that can relate to some of, of my story and my heart goes out to you if that's you because it can be it can be a difficult road sometimes and i'm also i was also really touched by the kind words that i received and the messages and the dms and it it really it meant so much to me especially because i am definitely a words of affirmation kind of person i i sometimes i did say in my session that i i tend to get in my own way i sabotage myself and sometimes i just need to hear a little bit of of positive feedback so that I can, you know, keep on going. So I, I try to find that within my own self and then in, in what I believe in and or who I believe in. So I I do that. I do a lot of that work, but I, I am a words of affirmation person. And also, I guess I'm a physical touch person because I'm telling you, the hugs that I got, especially from my friend Amanda, I'm just going to shout her out because she is the best hugger in the world. And I have another friend that's a teacher, but I worked with for a long time and she's always had like that first place hugging award and now I'm like oh this is hard Michelle you might have met your match so <laughs> I'm always good for I'm always wanting and wanting to give and receive a really good hug okay I've gotten off track so so my friend talked about wanting to present and I was thinking, you know, I've done a lot of presenting in the last several years. I used to present at my school and even in my district. So I'm, it's not, I'm not a stranger to it, but I was thinking about how it kind of even got started in this world, like how I started presenting at conferences like STEMCon and Te Whole Teacher Eclecticon. And some of it was because of the connections that I've made with other teacherpreneurs. And I'm so, so thankful for that. So I know that that had, uh, had something to do with it. But then I've had more people ask me and, and, you know, wanted me to be a part of their conference or whether it's been a teaching conference or if it's been, a, you know, something for teacherpreneurs, I kind of have my foot in both sides when it comes to that. But I'm thinking, how did this really all start? And a lot of it actually started because of creating a digital course. And a digital course led to so many other things for me. So I want to talk a little bit about that. A few years ago, I decided to create a digital course, I guess it was like, maybe 2018. 
I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember exactly. I feel it was 2018, 2019. It was before we went through the whole thing with COVID. It was before all of that. And it was it was because of Amy Porterfield and Digital Course Academy. I listened to a free webinar that she did and I was hooked. I'm like, this is going to be huge. This is going to make such a big difference. I'm so excited. And yes, the process was much more difficult than I anticipated, but it was totally worth it. Thanks to the handholding that I received from Amy Porterfield in DCA, and also thanks to the support of my fellow teacherpreneurs, I have met some wonderful, wonderful people along the way. And that very, very first year that I did DCA, I did it with Farah Henley, and she was just starting, you know, her digital course step into digital courses as well. And so we would, you know, message on Facebook and when we would meet on Zoom and we'd have conversations, we were on each other's podcasts. Actually, that's how we created a podcast was because of DCA. So it really was like the beginning of so many incredible things and opportunities. And then I had a group of people that I ended up being an affiliate partner with DCA and I did DCA plus Debbie and Debbie, yeah, what I don't know what I called it. Anyway, and that group I went through again with them and we met every single week and we supported each other and I don't know, if it wasn't for them, it would have it would have been so much harder. So I I I totally encourage that. I think working with a group like a small kind of mastermind is is crucial. But anyway, so I'm going to share with you three reasons why I wanted to create a digital course. And I want you to stay tuned for future episodes because I'm going to discuss the actual process of creating a course and what I have learned along the way. So the first reason that I wanted to create a course was because I was really passionate about the topic and I had something valuable to share. I was so excited about podcasting. That was my first course. I created a podcasting course. I I still have it. It's Podcasting Academy for Teacherpreneurs, for teachers and teacherpreneurs. And that's kind of where I got tripped up a bit because I didn't really hone in on one particular audience. And so I I got a little a little messed up. And I'll share some of my some of my failures along the way that helped me get to, you know, you know, to the thing that I think that I finally have figured it out. <laughs> but you know, it takes a while, it takes a while sometimes, but I was so passionate to talk about podcasting. I wanted to share it with with, you know, all of you with fellow teacherpreneurs, because I am like, this is huge. And we're just in the beginning of podcasting. And you know, if we stick around We're it's going to be it's going to be such a big deal. And I tell you, I am so thankful for my podcast and both podcasts, because I later decided I needed to a, you know, to talk to teacherpreneurs as well, especially if I had a course that was really geared more towards them or towards you. And so I created two podcasts. Now I don't recommend that because that's insane. I still am like, what am I doing? Why do I have two? But there's so many wonderful things that have happened thanks to this podcast. Like I have met the best people. I have had such lovely, lovely teacherpreneurs on the show. I've had so such informative people, such passionate and inspiring. Oh, it just makes me so happy. And I've met more people at the conference and I'm excited to have them come on the show. And, you know, I was moved by sessions. In fact, um, one, the keynote speaker, Tanya, she, Tanya, Tanya, I think that's how you say it. I got to get that right. 
she was incredible. So if you haven't watched the replay, you're going to want to watch that. She was so inspiring. And she just wrote me to tell me that my session, she loved my session. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she wrote me. I wanted to write her. And I think I'm going to write her back when I finish with this recording. And I'm going to ask her to come on the podcast because she has a really cool story. And if you miss the conference, I want you to hear it because she's so amazing. So I'm actually, I'm going to reach out to her. I'm going to better write myself a note because if I don't, I will forget. And we know how that goes. I am the worst with that. In fact, if you have reached out to me and you've asked to be on the podcast or you have um, talked to me about it and I haven't followed through, please don't take it personally. I have ADD as you, most of you know, as you can probably tell right now in this episode, but I forget. I'm the worst. I I have a new system that my dear friend Carrie Tracy taught me with Google Calendar and that helps me massively, but sometimes I forget to put it in there and then so follow up like bother me. Tell me, you know, reach out to me again unless I've given you like a I'm sorry, it's not going to work out. Um which I only think I've said to anyone. Um <laughs> if I've said that, then then yeah, you don't have to follow through. But if I haven't and I've been like, yeah, that sounds great and I haven't followed through then you might have to pester me because sometimes I'm bad about remembering. All right, let me get on topic. So so anyway, I felt like I had something valuable to share. So that is why I wanted to create a course in the first place. I thought I want to tell teacherpreneurs about this really powerful platform to connect with your audience. But then I also wanted to tell teachers that they could use this in their classroom and that it would like give kids an alternative way of showing what they know. And I was so excited about it in so many elements. So I just wanted to pass that along. So that was the first reason. The second reason was that the process of creating a course was extremely rewarding. And it really helped me learn new things. Now that might sound crazy. You might think I don't have time to learn new things. And sometimes we feel like we don't, but this is the thing that's true about me. I love to learn. I am like a lifelong learner. I swear I could go back to school and get a whole nother degree. And let me tell you, I already have, um, a, I almost have two bachelor's bachelor degrees, which is so stupid. Like, what do you need two bachelor degrees for? <laughs> I mean, I my first one was in sociology, wasn't even in education. And then I decided I wanted to be a teacher. And and my count, like my counselor at school, I, this was at University of South Florida, I had moved from University of Florida. And I was at University of South Florida. And my counselor was like, yeah, you have to get another degree. I, she should have told me to get my master's and and then gotten, you know, um, certified in elementary ed, but she didn't. And so I was wasting time and money getting a whole nother degree. And then at the very end, I had like two more internships to do. That's it. I'd taken all the classes. I just had two more internships to do. They were having a teacher shortage. And so I ended up being like, what am I doing? I'm going to just go get my certification. And I did. And I got a job and I started working on my master's. And that's a whole nother long story. And I didn't finish that master's, thank goodness, because it was so boring. I started another one in 2011. And it was the one of the best experiences of my life and I'm off topic again. So my point is I love to learn. And when I was going through DCA, I felt like I was going back to college. I felt like I was, and maybe not as intensely as college, but such an exciting part of college. Like I learned so much. I created the podcasts, 
both podcasts. I learned about email marketing. I learned about Facebook and Facebook ads. I learned about Facebook groups. I learned about so many things that I didn't know at that time. And it was like being in the world of Amy Porterfield. If you're not familiar with her, I'm going to link to her in the show notes because she is incredible. Listen to her podcast. She has a great podcast, but she is like, they are on it. They are like the masters (laughs) of digital courses and marketing and all things you know, that we need to know in our own business. She is just so smart. I lo- She's coming back on the show. So I'm so excited about that. I interviewed her a, a year ago, and I'll link to that in the show notes as well, because that was so good. Such a good episode. I, yeah, can't even believe I made it through without like completely falling all over myself. So she's just unbelievable. So anyway, I've learned so much from her and I, I wouldn't trade that time or money for anything. It was 1000% worth it. Now I have gone on to make at least 10 times what I spent on that course. And but that's not you know, that's nothing crazy. That's not like, whoa, like some people, some people went on to make like 200,000 times <laughs> what they made on that course. And that then that's my goal. That's my goal. I'm not going to give up because I think it has such potential. And I think creating a course for, for teachers is you know, that's what I that's what I'm focused on. Now I, I'm not focused on creating courses for teacherpreneurs. I am focused on creating courses for teachers. And I ju- I finished a course um, about a year ago on Makerspace. And I'm relaunching that. And I'm excited about that because I feel really passionate about Makerspace and helping teachers to incorporate this more of a mindset of allowing students to create and discover and I won't go on about that. Okay, so you see what I'm saying. So it it's it, I felt passionate passionate about it. My second reason was that I got to learn new things and it really opened up a whole new world in my business. And then the third reason is that I've gotten such great feedback from my students, from my students of actually all of my courses, and it really helped to improve their business. You know, there's some, there's some famous podcasts that are out there and they were a student of of, of podcasting academy for teachers and teacherpreneurs. And I love that. I love that I was any part of their story. I mean, it's them, it's all them because they're amazing. But I love that, that they, they were a part of this and I got to be a part of their lives. And that, you know, one of those people, I won't, I'm not going to name drop. I'll just, you can just figure it out. And then, um, and also people that, took my makerspace course and like you know you know they implemented makerspace in their classroom and they and they really understood that it's a mindset and they are allowing their kids to do make more choices and be more creative and more and think critically and I just it makes me happy. So those are really my three reasons. I do have a a couple of bonus reasons because it, it of that story about my friend wanting to present because that is one of the benefits is you really you get to share your message with a larger audience when you're creating a digital course. You're also, and this is a big one, you you have the opportunity to make more money. It's just another income stream. And it can be a passive income stream once you've got your course up and running for a while, and you can put it on evergreen, and it's just going along in the background, which is really exciting. And in fact, I had I think two people by my podcasting academy for teacherpreneurs while we were at the conference, which I was like, woohoo. So that was very exciting. And I'm excited to be, you know, to take them on the podcasting journey. 
journey. And, you know, so that's another benefit. And then another one is it's so much easier to get booked for speaking engagements or even presenting at conferences because you have created this, this, you know, evidence that you are a thought leader. And I think that is really cool. So if you're thinking about creating a digital course, I've got good news for you. Um, you can really expect to to see some pretty incredible outcomes. Before we move on to that last little bit that I want to share, I want you to know that it is possible and it just takes starting. And that's really, really the, the thing. It just takes starting. You know, why I told you why I created it. I, I, I thought that I know that I, you know, I'm chugging along on TPT and I'm using my data, I'm optimizing everything and I'm working hard on that. And it's, it's just continues to grow. And I'm so thankful for that. But I also am like, what's something else that can have like a huge impact on teachers? And what's something else that can have a huge impact on the life I want to live when I think about my mindset around money? And I go, you know what? I need something bigger. I need something that's a little bit higher priced, a little bit bigger, and something that has the potential to really like kickstart my my dreams. So I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited about that. It's, you know, I I feel like it has the potential to offer freedom and to make your dreams come true. And it's just, it's a, an exciting process. So you will see that there are some pretty incredible outcomes and you'll be able to be seen as an expert in your field. You require new skills and knowledge. You'll be able to share your message with a larger audience and you'll be able to make more money. Not too bad, right? If this has sparked your interest and you are thinking, I want to learn more about the process of creating a digital course, reach out to me and share your course idea. I'd love to hear it. I posted this in the, I changed the group. I changed it. It's no longer the virtual learning party because people are like, what in the world is that? It started off as the virtual learning party for teacherpreneurs long ago, years and years ago when I couldn't go to a TPT conference in person. And I was having terrible FOMO. So I created this group and I'm like, let's do a digital conference. And this is before digital conferences were like a big thing. So I think it's so funny to think back and be like, wow, this was before COVID and this was before all that. And it was such an amazing experience. I had the best time and I got some wonderful people to share information. And actually that stuff is still available inside that group, which is no longer called the Virtual Learning Party for Teacherpreneurs. It is now called Teacherpreneurs raise your hand, which makes so much more sense. So if you're in that group, and all of a sudden, you're like, wait a minute, how did I get into this group? You are just in the same group. <laughs> so hopefully you'll stick around. And hopefully you'll talk and chat and like share your, your journey and your your all of your stuff inside with people who who understand what you're going through. So I posted in the teacherpreneur raise your hand group. And I said, if you are thinking about starting a course, 
tell me this is here. Like share it with me right here. Let's talk about it. And I shared some ideas that I had. I had like a little brainstorming session right there in the group. And so I want to hear your ideas too. So share that with me and in, in, go find that thread and share that with me. And how do you find that thread? You go to the little search magnifying glass at the top of the group. You type in, you know, digital courses or share my course or something like that. And you'll be able to find that thread. It's, it shouldn't be too far along. I'd love to hear from you. All right, my friend, that wraps it up for today. I'm keeping them short and sweet for the next little bit of time. And I, yeah, I'm excited. I hope that you will tune in each week. I've gone back to weekly, if you've noticed. I'm going back to weekly until the end of October, I believe. And that's when that'll be the end of season three. So I've got a lot of exciting things coming up. I hope that you will stay tuned. And if you are thinking of creating a digital course, and you have shared your course idea, and you are ready to think about it, remember one of the things that you need to do is you want to have an email list. You want to have an email list before you start thinking about creating that digital course. You want to have a way to get it out to people, to share with your people, hey, I have something exciting coming for you. So if you haven't met that step, then that's something to consider first. And if you need help, you can always go to List Builder Society. You can find more information at trinadebrayteachingandlearning.com forward slash List Builders Society. And remember, teacherpreneurs, I am proud to stand among you. And if you're feeling it, I'd love for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. You can also catch me on Facebook at teacherpreneurs, raise your hand, or on my website, Trina Debery, teaching and learning, teacherpreneurs, raise your hand. I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.